All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown for February 10th, 2019. My name is Neil Rochlani and I'm joined by a special guest, Coach. Coach is, uh, how long have you been with Hoopball now? Um, actually, this is just my third week. Oh, so man. I, We're th- yeah, yeah, brand new. <laughs> You're uh, moving right up. It took me a while to get on a podcast. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. I um, appreciate yeah. it. I'm a fill-in. You know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, Adrian Benjamins is sick this evening, so uh, Coach will be joining us to go over the box scores. Before we get started, um, do want to mention our show is sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their products at hawaiianisles.com and also at amazon.com. Um, and um, with that, we've got five games to get to tonight. Um, some trades, the trade deadline mania is over. Te- guys are starting to settle up with their new team. So this will be interesting as we go through some of these box scores tonight. Um, coaches or any takeaway you want to talk about before we begin the box scores? Well, just, I guess, you know, I'd be remiss not to mention the whole trade deadline stuff that, that took place and, you know, trickled down through the weekend. It's just, uh, Really interesting stuff. I, I mean, I was, I'm was i sort of completely confused about the whole Pelicans situation. Uh, they seem to have really shot themselves in the foot. I mean, uh, Lakers gave them a great offer. They feel they could hold them out. And they, they said they weren't going to play him. Then they played him. And then he gets booed by his own fans. It's just a disaster. So hopefully something shakes loose there because that, you know, that's going to affect multiple teams. Uh, did what did you think about that whole take on on the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, it looked like New Orleans really wasn't um, truly interested in trading them with the Lakers. You know, from some of the news reports coming out, they were just kind of. I think they were, if it's true, they were upset that that uh, Anthony Davis basically tried to force their hand, and then 
they were just kind of using the Lakers against themselves by making them make these offers and then kind of getting a team, you know, divisive. And I, I, I know that Boston has technically the best player available, you know, and Jason Tatum, but I am still not sold that, um, Kuzma can't get there. I'm a big believer in that guy. So oh, he was, he, did you see him today in the first quarter? I, I know he, and he, he's he's said, he's he is, he's got a t- special talent and I'm not sure he's going to be as good as uh, Tatum long-term, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. And he, maybe he does get there. Um, yeah. And I thought that I thought they would take it. Yeah, and I'm really, I was really curious to see how the fans would react uh, in New Orleans to Davis. I did not see it, so they did boo him when he came back on the court. They, they booed him, and then he, the first time he touched the ball, I mean, it was a loud boo. <laughs> yeah. And then the second time down, he had a big dunk, and then they clapped. So I don't even think they know what to do with this. <laughs> I know. But, you know, it's funny, Neil, though. I, I think it all ties into, you know, I mentioned on a couple of shows coming up to the trade deadline with when Davis was pulling all of this. I just, you know, I have a, I'm really concerned about the NBA and the direction that it's going with these max deals, because I know when they did the collective bargaining agreement and, you know, Adam Silver was, it was really key for him to set up this max deal. If you stay with the team, you know, over a period of time that drafted you, they could offer the 238 million and all that. Well, now that, you know, these guys are just looking that in the face and saying, so what, you know, we'll just, I'm not, I would rather go somewhere and build a super team to take on the Warriors. So, my concern, you know, all along, even before this is blown up so bad with Davis is, you know, are we going to be at the point in a couple of years where we have five or six super teams and then everybody else is terrible? So, you know, I, I'm i just – I wonder what the behind-the-scenes discussions are right now with the Pelicans, Adam Silver, how this is all folding out. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see because – if you know, even Porzingis going to Dallas, I mean, he forced the hand on that too. So, you know, they're going to have to probably tweak some of these rules so that we we keep at least some equity amongst the teams. You know, yeah, that's a great point. Um, we the super teams, you know, started with I guess Miami with LeBron back there. That was sort of the first one, and then Golden State did right. a bit more organically, but then they did poach Kevin Durant, and then it looks like. Um, the East now has a couple super teams <laughs> starting to emerge on their own. Uh, we'll see, yeah, it's a good point. The, the league really needs, I think, competitive balance. So they've got to figure out a way. And they are f- quickly finding out that that Supermax may not have been the best way to, like you said, keep stars in their home. home yeah, there's, I mean, money, it, it becomes almost no object when you're talking about 200 or 238 million. I right. mean, it, in some senses, it's the same. So, I'm sure they'll figure something out, though. I, I think Silver's the best commissioner in sports. I, I think the NBA is just wildly popular, and it's becoming internationally wildly popular. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll figure it out. I'm sure. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely be. Uh, <clears throat> it won't be perfect. Just like the tanking was was not a perfect thing for the draft, but they're getting better, and I, I do trust Silver um, yeah. and that staff. Um, all right, let's go on to game one today. Portland, Dallas, Portland okay. 102. Um, excuse me, Dallas 102, Portland 101. Do you want to start us off? Sure. I uh, I watched all of that game. Okay. Um, you know, Mavs are definitely uh, one of my favorite teams, if not my favorite team. So that was a heck of a game. Uh, Portland was 33-0 and this season going into the fourth quarter with the lead. And uh, Falwell, who, Falwell, who does the games – said, you know what, why not 33-1 and one at the beginning of the fourth <laughs> quarter? They were down like 14, and believe it or not, they came back and won it. So it was a phenomenal game. Luka was ridiculous. I mean, 19-year-old kid just, I mean, they basically did uh, the Harden play, just four on the baseline, give him the ball, let him go one-on-one, mm-hmm. and he was doing the step-back threes, drawing fouls. So they, uh, if, for those that didn't see it, uh, Dallas won 102-101. And uh, since I started on the on the Dallas side, I'll go with that, and okay. if, then you could take Portland. Um, Hardaway started and and did real well again. Twenty four points, sort of the the guy that nobody talked about that much going in that trade. That I think is going to be a terrific ad for Dallas. Um, then you know, other than Doncic, it was just the Doncic uh, 
just dominating up and down 20 points, nine rebounds, six assists. I mean, he's almost a triple uh, double every game uh, in this last month. And then, of course, uh, like Coach Carlisle does, it was the rest of the team by committee. I mean, he just shuffled guys in and out and in and out. And, you know, between Finney Smith and Brunson and Powell and Burke and and uh, Dirk played a f- about 12 minutes even. And he uses everybody, Brokoff, Lee, Jackson, Justin Jackson, they just picked up. So from a fantasy side, a lot of forum questions, everybody keeps saying, oh, let's pick up Kleber. I want to pick up Powell. They're giving all this, you know, uh, Trey Burke. I've heard those names several times this weekend. My recommendation is don't do it. I mean, because, again, I'm telling you, over and over, it is uh, Carlisle's style is position by committee, have a couple of key guys that he's going to count on. It look, Of course, Doncic is one. It looks like Hardaway's another one. He played 33 minutes uh, in both first two games. So it's a great game. I think Dallas has a bright future. And, uh, you know, be careful picking up any of those other Mavs pieces, though. Yeah, I agree with you. I know when the trade deadline happened and the front court got cleared out with Harrison Barnes gone and <clears throat> people were talking and then DeAndre Jordan leaving, people were talking about Kleber and Powell maybe getting some value. I didn't see it. I mean, Powell's been there for, I don't know how many years now, four years now, same coach. He's never really been given much of a chance or proven himself. Um I think he'll get like low 20 minutes a game on average, and I don't think it's going to be fantasy worthy, especially in regular size leagues. Um, Kleber, again, I think he's okay, but I don't think he's a super talent, and I don't think he's going to get enough usage to really be fantasy relevant. Um, I agree. Opportunity might, like you said, this is much more by a couple big stars. Like Hardaway Jr. is going to have free reign to shoot as, as much as he wants, and he's going to be very similar, I think, value than he was as he was in New York. Uh, maybe he gets a little bit better on field goal percentage. It can't get worse, I don't think. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. uh, you know, but I really don't think anyone else is going to really just jump into the top 100 by default. So, no, I, I agree. I mean, I like I said, if you have Luca, good. Thank goodness you got him. But <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, and and Neil, I, I'm telling you, if you can pick up Tim Hardaway Jr. or make a trade for him, uh, I'd go for it because. You know, what people aren't, you know, I think they got sour on because his percentages were so down this year and his the consistency with what's going on in New York. But, uh, it, you know, he has a new lease on life here in Dallas. I saw an interview with him. He sounds real upbeat. Uh, Luca gets him the ball in great positions. That, that kid has such a phenomenal court vision. And they had that roulette of point guards in New York. And it just he it was a bad situation. So. I think he, he you're going to see better usage, and uh, I think he's going to be valuable for some people down the stretch. Uh, so don't be afraid to go go out there and and grab him as well. Yeah, I think he is. It's definitely a much better offense, and he he thrive, He needs like to be set up. I think, and you're right about obviously Luca much better uh, distributor than the guys he had in New York. Although Trey Burke is there with him, so maybe Trey Burke will be passing to him. Well, well. yeah, he'll get very few minutes, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to hop over to the Portland side. Um, Mo Harkless, someone I've been tracking since he came back, has never really stepped up to any fantasy value today. Likewise, just five points, five rebounds. Aminu, same way. I don't trust him. Uh, just two points today, five rebounds, three assists on one of three shooting. Nurkic continues to impress. 18 points, 10 rebounds on 9 of 11 from the field. Lillard had a good night tonight. 30 points, shot 10 of 23, so not great, but 4 of 4 from the line, 6 three-pointers, and 2 steals. Uh, McCollum with a solid night, 14, 5, and 5 on 6 of 7 shooting. Excuse me, 6 of 17 shooting. The one guy also here I'm tracking is Jake Lehman. Um, he was in the starting line for a while now. He's kind of the sixth man. I think he's going to be a future talent in this league, um, Coach, but I don't see him having any fantasy value this year. How is he someone you've been watching at all? Is anyone else on this team you've been have your eye on? Uh, you know, I wouldn't grab Lehman this year, but, you know, I'd, I'd put a note down for he'd be a great, you know, flyer for next year because I agree with you. I think he's got great talent. He can really shoot the three and he can jump out of the building. So I think they'll find a way to get him some minutes uh, next year as uh, also. Um, I wanted to mention with Lillard, you know, he's something else, man. He 
He hit eight straight shots in the third quarter with guys draped all over him, including a four-point play. So when I mean, he's still spectacular to watch. When he gets hot, he's incredible. It's just I'm surprised. I mean, I thought Portland would be one of the teams that made a move during the the trade deadline because they've been sort of stuck in the same place in the middle of the pack, and they'll probably get knocked out in the first or second round again. But you know, it's it's a shame to see uh, you know Lillard not get a little bit more support because I think he could be a lot better in uh, Portland could go a lot further. So I'm sure they'll, they'll shake it up at the end of the season, but I agree with you. I mean, you know, Nurkic is an odd guy. I own Nurkic in one league and I get so frustrated. Like if you look at his numbers tonight, he had 18 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, he's killing it, but guess how many she played 21 minutes. I, I mean, know. the guy just doesn't get, if he got, 35 minutes a game or even 32, I mean, he'd be in the top three, four centers in the league. Uh, so, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll use him down the stretch more. Yeah, that's a good point. I He's been um, – he's had some foul – he just has some turnover issues sometimes. I think they get frustrated with him and yank him. But I don't know if it's sometimes a matchup issue or not. I saw Zach Collins got a fair amount of run tonight, 18 minutes, and it wasn't a – it certainly was a foul issue. Uh, Nurkic only had one foul, so I did not see this game. But you're yeah. right. He never gets as much run as the other starters. No. I mean, and he's super. His fantasy points per minute are right up there, man. He's he's terrific, but he just he does not. I don't know if it's a physical thing, but, I, you know, he seems to look great out there. But uh, I don't know. There must be some reason. Yeah. And then, like, like you said, Portland is one of those teams that's they're good, but they're just not great. And it's just unfortunate because um, – you know they're at best case they're going to win one round, right? It's right. Either, it's either going to be they're going to be out in the first round, or they're going to get out in the second round. Uh, it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, maybe next year they'll shake things up. Um, all right, uh, shall we move on to the second game? Sure. Uh, I got Lakers, Philly. Okay, you I like that box score. I do. I have that up right now. I'll I'll hit the Lakers if you want to hit Philly. That sounds great. Okay. Um I I did get to see a good chunk of this game as well. It was a, you know, I coached the game for quite a while and I I like to pride myself on on my team's defense, but this game, if you see the highlights, well, first of all, there were 263 points scored. But there were times where I mean, one time and B dribbled right down the middle of the floor. From after he got the rebound, nobody ever even made a move at him, and he just went right in and dunked. <laughs> so I don't know what what kind of defense they're they're playing in L.A., but uh, Walton's better be careful, or he's going to get himself canned. So uh, anyway, they LeBron had a very quiet game. He he only, I mean, of course, he almost had a triple double. You know, we're so spoiled with with LeBron, but he only had 18 points. Didn't take a lot of shots. Uh, Kuzma went. Bananas. He had 23 points in the first quarter and ended up with 39. So he had a, a terrific game. Um, he's really getting hot. Uh, the, the sleeper guy today, and I know for the DFS guys, uh, JaVel McGee was a, you know, uh, he really broke the slate. He had 21 points and 13 rebounds. So big game from JaVel. Uh, Reggie Bullock was very painful to watch. He played 31 minutes. He had two points. Uh, definitely going to take some time to fill, you know, fill in there. And, but they did start him, so that was interesting. Um, Ingram had a solid, you know, consistent game, his 19 points. Um, and then everybody else just did very little chip in. You know, the new uh, guy they acquired, Muscala, played a little. He had eight. Um, and then they just uh, – everybody else just got 15, 17 minutes. So – you know, it'll be interesting. I, you know, it's it, you can tell there that they're all just sitting and waiting to hear if, if the majority of them are going to get traded to the Pelicans <laughs> or how what's going to happen. So, you know, I feel bad for them because they're one game out of the last playoff spot and the coach is feeling the pressure. The players are feeling pressure. So it's uh, it'll be an interesting second half for the Lakers for sure. Yeah, I wonder how it does work out behind the scenes. Um, <clears throat> that's one part that's really hard to gauge. Definitely. I will say I was really, you know, we talk about winners and losers from the dra- or from the trade deadline. Uh, McGee, I think, was a big winner. 
with Zubac going up to um or not going up, just switching uniforms, going to the Clippers. Um, I had McGee in one league, and he was really frustrating. And now that I can trust him again, uh, nights like this are very fun to own him. Um, yeah. So he, he's he's definitely a must-start again. Are you – so I'm trying to – I don't own Rondo anywhere. Uh, just played 16 minutes tonight. Yeah. Is, if he is someone – did you pick him up anywhere when ball went out? Do you happen to own him? You know, I, I did – but I, I dropped him. Okay. Uh, the reason I dropped him was uh, that Ball's going to be back pretty soon anyway. And then they talked about switching the lineup up and, and having another shooter in there. And I didn't realize it was going to be Reggie Bullock when they were talking about it. But I just didn't see him getting enough minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's phenomenal with assists and everything else. But his, his percentages are terrible, you know. And so I just... I, I had him for the flavor of the month there when everybody was grabbing him, but I don't I don't think he's really good to hold on to for the second half. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned as well. I, I you know I thought with ball out he could be someone who could stream he could stream and trust, but after this trade now with Bullock starting, I don't know if I would I don't have him anywhere, so I'm not gonna obviously make any moves. But if you do own him, maybe you get one more game before you bail on him or Maybe you can cut bait now. Um, he's never been someone who can really produce in a backup role, and like you said, his percentages are are hindrance. So, yeah, yeah. So he's someone that may be a uh, a trade deadline loser here. Um, anything else on the Lakers before I head over to Philadelphia? No, that's it. I think, uh, like I say, I I just feel bad for the team. That's that's a tough spot to be in, especially when you're trying to make the playoffs. But now that's it. All right, on the Philly side, uh, like you said, Embiid had a lot of those probably dunks. 12 for 16 from the field, 37 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists. Also shoots the free throw very well, 11 to 12 tonight, um, two three-pointers. Um, J.J. Redick, he has just been killing it from the outside. 21 points tonight, 3 of 6 from three-point land, 8 of 13 overall. Butler, um, he's having a subdued role, but he's having a very positive impact on this team. Um, I'm really impressed how he's kind of blended in there. 15 points tonight, four rebounds, three assists, six of 10, very efficient shooting, but not taking over the usage there. Tobias Harris, likewise, so far so good. 22 points, six rebounds, six assists on nine of 14 shooting, three of five from the three-point land and a block. Uh, Ben Simmons, kind of a quiet night for him tonight, just eight points. Um, did get seven assists. He just did not shoot well tonight. Three of 13. That's unusual for him. Uh, had a steal and a block as well. All right. So the one thing, the big news coming out of the trade deadline was Tobias Harris. Where does his value go? Um, I'm still thinking he falls to around 50 to 60, although the last couple games have been better than that. Um, do you have a sense on where you would value Tobias? Yeah, I've I've got him right around forty five, okay, eight somewhere in that neighborhood. I I agree. I mean, he's. It's funny because I, when I was watching this game today, I, I sent a text to my son and I said, I'm, "I think Philly's gonna win the East. I think if they can continue to play together like this and Butler doesn't melt down or they don't have anybody get hurt, I mean, they they looked fantastic, man. They're loaded. They're starting five is fabulous." They put together a really good bench. Even Bobon came in and was real effective. I think, uh, you know, they've Elton Brand has done a, a, a phenomenal job. If they do make the finals, he'll get executive of the of the year in his first year there because his moves have been just terrific. But as far as the fantasy side goes, I'd take Joel Embiid every day if I could take him. And I mean, he's a top five player to me right now. He's mm-hmm. Unbelievable, but I I would I'm sweating bullets. I have a couple of these guys, different guys in in some leagues, and I think Butler, Harris, Reddick, and Simmons are all gonna maybe move backwards in, in as far as the fantasy stats go because there's just no way that they can continue to perform at those numbers and split you know split time and split the shots and. There's no doubt Embiid's still the key factor. So beware a little bit. You know, I even mentioned on one of the forums 
you know, it's probably a good time to trade a Harris or a Butler when he's everybody's thinking they're so hot and they don't realize that, you know, their numbers are probably going to de- decrease the second half. Yeah, they can't put up 143 every night. Um, and so those stats will come down. We'll, we'll see how it spreads out. I agree with you. I don't think Embiid really takes any hit from his value. Um, my initial take was Butler maybe loses a round of value. Simmons maybe a half round value. But the last couple games, Simmons has kind of put down lower usage. So maybe he goes down a little more. It's hard to say. I just... Right. I, 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 it's hard to really quantify, but it's, it's hard to imagine them not going down some. You um, would think so. I mean, yeah. I thought maybe Reddick would be droppable almost to this point. And then the two games, he's, he's been shooting lights out. So, you know, we'll see how it shakes loose. But it's, it's going to, that's something definitely to keep an eye on. All right. Shall we go to game three of the day? Okay. Do you have Phoenix? Oh, Sacramento? Yeah, I got Phoenix, Sacramento. You want to jump on that one? Sure. You go ahead. You take a team first this time. All right. I'll take uh, Phoenix Suns 104, Sacramento 117 on the Phoenix side. Tonight, let's see. Um, caught me off guard there. I'm going to pull up my stats. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Devin Booker leading the way as usual, 27 points, eight rebounds, six assists, shot. Relatively officially, 9 of 19 by his standards. Uh, three three-pointers. Their other big guy, uh, DeAndre Ayton's just delivering as promised. 16 points, 9 rebounds. 8 of 10. Very efficient. Uh, did have a single block. Mikel Bridges, someone I own in one league, but I've never been all that excited about. Um, I've owned him in a couple leagues. I've dropped him in just because his usage is so low. Uh, he does okay, um, but nothing spectacular. He's currently 125 on the season, eight category, uh, nine points tonight, six rebounds, four assists. Um, missed all his three pointers. Did have three steals. Josh Jackson, someone I was afraid of streaming because of his percentages, has been actually pretty solid in the absence of T.J. Warren. Um, 18 points tonight, five rebounds, one assist, seven of 16 from the field, two of three from three-point land and three blocks. Uh, Tyler Johnson, their new addition here from Miami. I thought he might be able to get somewhere between 1 and 120 value. Uh, tonight, not a great line, just nine points on four, 12 shooting, five rebounds, three assists. I am encouraged by the 32 minutes, though. So it looks like he might be um, stable in terms of the point guard role and playing alongside Booker. And if that's the case, I think he'll get into very low-end 12-team value. Uh, the one disappointing line here was Kelly Oubre, who has been on fire off the bench tonight. Just seven points in 20 minutes, three rebounds and assist. Um, I'm not seeing any injury news, so maybe it was just a matchup tonight. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from this. I don't think I would downgrade Oubre just based on this one game. Tyler Johnson, um, if you need, if you're desperate for a point guard, I think he might be okay at the very bottom, and really nothing else changes for me. What are your thoughts on uh, the Suns? Well, I, you know, Aiton and Booker are obviously no brainers. I mean, you got two superstars there. I think uh, for the future, but I'm with you. I mean, I usually preach money equals minutes, but Bridges has proved me wrong. I mean, that <laughs> plays like the whole stinking game half the time, like 36 minutes. And he, and he comes up with like six points and two rebounds. I think if I stood there, I think the ball would hit me in the head and I could get two. <laughs> so he's, he's got so many empty stats. It's, it's super hard to count on him. Jackson is, a, is hard to figure too. You know, I, and then Tyler Johnson, it sounds like to me from what I read, they're committing to him playing alongside Booker the rest of the way. So if you need a guy, a streamer that you think maybe you can plug in there down the stretch, he's going to be on the floor. Um, you know, I'd say be cautious, but, uh, you know, he, he's going to have some value. He'll move up a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it'll be anything that's going to win your league, but if you need no. a point guard, yeah. If you're you plug him in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, do you want to head over to the Sacramento side? Sure. Um, Sacramento, you had a monster game from Marvin Bagley today, 32 and seven 
a lot of you know key shots and a win. You know, Sacramento, Sacramento is a lot of fun to root for. I never thought I would say those words in my lifetime, but uh, they're fun to, fun to watch. Um, Barnes only had nine in 30 minutes with four rebounds. So, you know, he's going to – I'm not sure how much value he's carrying. Uh, not a lot. I don't believe so. And then you've got all the mixture of guys. They're another team that are playing a ton of people 20 minutes, uh, you know, from, from Cauley Stein and – uh, you know, Bogdanovich and all those guys. Burks now is in the mix. They picked him up. He got 21 minutes and put up a goose egg, though. Um, Bogdanovich had 14. Fox had a nice game, 17, 6, and 9. That's and two steals. Those are good, good numbers. I think he's really settled into being a, a, a top, you know, a 12, 13 guard, point guard in the league. Um, Buddy healed sort of an off night, but he did drop 18, um, six rebounds. So, you know, the story really tonight was Bagley. He got 32 minutes and, uh, and or, yeah, 32 minutes and 32 points. So I, I expected Willie Cauley-Stein to get traded at the trade deadline because, you know, they, they also love Harry Giles. That kid can really play, but he's third string. So, I don't know what they're going to do, but I would assume that WCS is going to be either moved or traded at the end of the year because with Bagley and Giles, they're all set in the middle. And they're they're trying to make the playoffs too. I think they're in eighth place, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right now. So uh, not a bad game, but uh, from a fantasy perspective, you know, this team can also make you a nervous wreck on trying to figure out uh, value. But – you know, I'd stick with just really the three main guys, Heald, uh, Fox, and Bagley, and, yeah, you know, maybe Bogdanovich, but it's, you know, keep an eye on him. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you, first of all. Uh, I like this team. I didn't think I'd say that either. I'm I'm really glad they're turning around since, you know, moving on from Cousins, and they've kept consistency at the coaching position, and I think that's really helped. And he's yeah. um, a quality coach, so... um. And I agree with you with Colley Stein. I'm surprised. I don't think he'll be part of their future. So I think he'll be gone as well. Um, and then I agree with you on your analysis. It's really, I trust Fox healed um, Bagley now. And I actually trust Bogdanovich. I think he's too good not to get um, high 20 minutes or at least mid to high 20 minutes. And he tends to um, find all the stat categories, you know, hit all the stat categories. So, I trust him. He's not going to be a great player, but in terms of fantasy value, but I think he's going to be good enough. Um, I agree. Yeah. Harrison Barnes, I think his value, I mean, he's never been a great fantasy asset. He's been just kind of a points league person scores a lot. Um, doesn't do a whole lot of else. He's, I have him on one thirty nine for the season on a per game basis. So, um, perhaps I'm sinking down almost one fifty. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's, I don't know what it is, but he's just not effective. Lots of empty stats. Yeah, there. exactly. And like you said, this team, gets a, they have a lot of guys that they just got out there and run. Yeah. And from a night-to-night basis, his his minutes could fluctuate depending on how the team's playing and how he's playing. So I think he's hard to trust down the stretch. Um, yeah, that's really, and then they, like you said, they got Burks in there now. Um, Giles is someone I think has a lot of potential. Definitely. Uh, so... Uh, this team has a lot. When you have a lot of guys that can run, it's hard to trust more than a few. So we'll see how it. Uh, I really hope they make the playoffs, though. I'm rooting for him. That's exactly how I feel. I think their fans deserve it, and uh, that would be wonderful to see them. Even if they are one and done, just to get in there would be great. Yeah, or if they play like Golden State and they get to like win a game, that'd be great. If they got like one game off them, that'd yeah. Be All right. Um, anything else before we move on? No, that's good. All right. I've got Orlando, Atlanta. You want to start us off? Sure. Um, I'll take Atlanta. How's that sound? Sounds great. Because they're you talk they're they fall into my category of teams that drive me. Cr- I used to have to <laughs> yeah. of these teams, but they they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine guys over twenty minutes tonight. So good luck in in fantasy trying to figure out. Who to play? I mean, 
Prince had, I'll just run down real quickly to show you. Not only did they all split minutes, but you had Prince with eight. Collins, who's their best player for sure. I mean, you got it. He's definitely potential, but he throws games like this and that aren't, aren't good. I mean, he played 25 minutes at 15 points, four rebounds. I mean, that's not good enough for a guy with that much talent. Deadman played, had five, Herter 15, Young 13, Spellman 10, Lynn 12, Bembry 2, Len, not Lynn, had 16. Baysmore's now back. He had seven. So I I don't know where you go with this team as far as uh, uh, number one, they're not a good team. And number two in, in fantasy, you know, you can, if you hit young on the right day, he's worth it, but there's a lot of times he's not. And, uh, but, and Collins would be the only guy I'd feel comfortable with consistently. But again, you know, when you got a coach, it's feeling his way, playing everybody twenty plus minutes. Um, you know, you, you just it's it's hard to trust them. So I would say Atlanta's one of my teams that I would say just uh, when you see them come up and you have to pick or trade for or waiver wire or daily fantasy, just pass. Don't look too long. Pass mm-hmm. and move on to the next one. What is? What do you think? Do you have any love for Atlanta? Um. A couple of things about Atlanta that uh, stand out for me. One, Collins, I do love him. Tonight was an off night. I think normally I can trust him. Um, I don't own him anywhere, but I would love to. Um, Trey Young, I will have to say, I did not expect him to have this good of a season. I know it's not great fantasy-wise, but he is starting to look like a a guy you draft early in the in, in you know the NBA draft and is a future star in this league. Um, I think next year. He he might be worth. Uh, he might make a big jump, just like we saw with Darren Fox this year. Um, fantasy wise, the good one guy. Go ahead. We about to say something. I just said that's a really good point. I agree with you there. I think once he really gets his legs and the leadership of the team, you're you're right. That's a guy to. Uh, I have him in my dynasty league keeper league, and I'm I'm looking forward to the future with him. I think he'll do well. Yeah, when he first came, like I was not sold on him. I thought he had. He had boom or bust potential, and I was definitely not bust. This guy looks really good. And then Kevin Herter, he was someone I was sort of kind on down the stretch of getting a lot of run. Um, 28 minutes tonight, like you said, they they ran like nine guys out there, nine, actually more like 12 guys out there with significant minutes. Um, I, I don't know where to value Herter. I was valuing him as a low-end three and D guy down the stretch um, tonight, two, three pointers, a steal six of 11. So the percentage were decent, but I'm, I'm a little worried about him cracking the top hundred. Um, we'll see. We'll see if he gets much higher. He's 156 overall. I expect me a little better, but maybe not as, as high as I thought in the, in the last third of the season. Do you have any thoughts on him? Well, I, you know, I thought they were going to give him the run, but again, you know, now Baysmore's back, and so he's taking those minutes. And you know, it just—I don't understand. I, I think at this point, I don't it makes no sense to me why they don't just go young and let these guys. I I wouldn't take, uh, you know, Bays or I I wouldn't play Baysmore or any of those guys really. I I mean, let Herder and and Young and Collins get a ton of minutes together. And that's that's where the future is. So, yeah, it's 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 tough though. I don't I don't. It doesn't look like they're doing that, and so I'm not sure what to recommend. You know, like I say, I'm. They make me nervous. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think what they might be doing. This is just speculation. Is they might be playing some of these veterans with the young guys to get them, you know, play with guys who know how to play a little bit better, um, and maybe help. Maybe they're thinking that's going to help their development. So I don't think. Baysmore's minutes are going away or Lynn's minutes uh, anytime soon. I think they may have decided that's a, a strategy for their development. Um, anyway, for a fantasy perspective, it makes it harder to predict. Um, Orlando side. Anything else before I hop over to Orlando? That's good. All right. Uh, they get the win here with 124 scored points. Um, Vucevic continues to play. Like an all-star, 19 points, 12 rebounds, three assists tonight on 8 of 13 shooting. Had a block as well. Quiet night from Aaron Gordon, just 12 points, 4 of 9. 
Had three rebounds, three assists, two three-pointers, and a block. Jonathan Isaac's starting to come around here. Six to 12 from the field, 17 points, but not much else. Um, I take that back. He had two steals and five blocks. I missed the defensive stats, so that's a monster night. Three three-pointers as well. If you hung on to him, congratulations. I don't have a lot of patience, unfortunately. DJ Augustine, solid night for him. Um, right on the borderline of being picked up. I don't know if I'd rather have Augustine or uh, Tyler Johnson down the stretch. Maybe it's, maybe it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. Anyway, 14 points tonight for Augustine, 10 assists, shot an efficient six of nine. So a good game from him. Fournier, um, 17.7 assists, three rebounds, six to 12 shooting, three pointer and a steal. Terrence Ross continues to bomb away two, three pointers tonight on seven attempts, 18.6 rebounds, two assists. Eight of eight from the free throw line. Um, I'm not really taking away any changes from this team. This team is a little more consistent in their rotations. Uh, any thoughts from you, Coach, on this uh, Orlando side? Uh, you know, I think Jonathan Isaac is is the guy to you know put a circle around. He's he seems to finally be getting it. You know, he's. I think he, he, to be honest, I'd rather have him than Aaron Gordon at this point. I think Gordon sort of wore out his welcome there. And I think he may be moved for sure. Uh, Vuk's your your money to you know money go to guy, and uh, you know that's about as deep as you can. I know Terrence Ross is is had a decent season, and there were like fifteen teams trying to trade them uh, trade for him. So I have no idea why Orlando wants to hang on to him. Uh, again, one of those things you, you know you you general manage your fantasy teams, and you see some of these moves that the real GMs make and you think, why would you not trade him for some assets? You're not going to get any more value for Ross ever than you would right now. But again, you know, maybe they have a reason. Uh, but yeah, I would say Jonathan Isaac, it, he might be on some waiver wires still. Cause like you said, a lot of us gave up on him. And then, uh, you know, if you haven't gone back after him, he's going to be a, you know, close to 30 minute a night, guy and he's starting to put all the pieces together yeah he's been on a tear recently i think over the last month he is he's six oh gosh he is 61st so yeah hopefully if he's wow. out there definitely scoop him up um, i didn't realize he was that high yeah. yeah he's been he puts up a lot of the like you know what aaron brucey calls the money counters the steals the blocks the three-pointers so yeah um all right um should we move on to the final game? Sure. All right. You want to, where do you want to dive in on this one? Miami or Golden State? I'll take Miami. Uh, I just uh, am in the process of moving back to Dallas from Miami. So I've had a lot of Miami heat this year and uh, watched that whole dumpster fire down there. You talk about playing guys, you know, that it's nuts, but couple of things popped out to me today. Uh, Jay Rich had a fantastic game, 37, uh, one rebound, five assists, one steal. But he's a little scoring dependent. I'd like to see him get a few more stats across the board. Uh, he's, a, he's a good defender, but he hasn't been getting as many steals. He should definitely, with the, his athleticism, have more. I mean, in 37 minutes, only have one rebound and one steal is not acceptable to me. But – I think he's he's you know their best young player uh, potentially. Um, Olenek started had two Whiteside thirteen and fourteen in just twenty one minutes. So you know that's the one guy that I will not even look at. I got rid of him, traded him. I, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. You'll have he'll play fifteen minutes, have two points and, and three rebounds, and then the next game he'll play thirty minutes and have. 26 points and 20 rebounds. So I have no idea why Spolstra doesn't play him, what the what the issue is there. But from a fantasy perspective, you just really got to be careful with him. Um, the, the standout thing for me is uh, Miami did trade away uh, Tyler Johnson and they got rid of – they waived uh, Wayne Ellington, which opened up Deion Waiter's time. Uh, he was out for most of the season – uh, he's back now for a couple of weeks, and he he played 41 minutes tonight. So I mean, you're talking if you want a 
a sneaker guy that may help you that's still out there, uh, that might be the guy because, um, you know, 20, uh, 24 points, three rebounds, four assists and a steal and a block. I mean, that's, that's some great fantasy numbers, uh, for a guy that, that nobody really had picked up. So that's your big takeaway from that game. Um, Winslow had a decent game playing the point again, 22-6-4, and four, but that should end uh, right after the All-Star break when Goran Dragic comes back. So, you know, I'm not sure, uh, you know, if you have Winslow, it'd be a good time to pedal him because I guarantee you when Dragic is back, his usage is going to just collapse. Um, there's no question. And then, you know, their regular guys off the bench, just, you know, Wade chips in, Autobio. Uh, Johnson's had a terrible year and Magruder sort of out of the rotation. So if, if anything with the heat, that 12 man rotation they were using for the first half, they've now pared it down to about eight guys. So you can start, you know, seeing those guys are going to get the main minutes and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd go after, definitely go after waiters if he's out there and, uh, and Jay Rich, and uh, sort of be careful with Winslow. And yeah, Wade, you Waiters, th- he's an interesting guy. Um, I've had him before, and it's, he's certainly someone who can light it up. I just get nervous by his percentages. Um, they can be a real drag. Um, we'll see if he can get a little bit better this year. But you're right, the opportunity is going to be there for him. Um, the one guy I was also watching, and tonight was just – Terrible was a Linux. Is that the one you mentioned about not wanting to pick up? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, well, Kelly Olinick's one of them. Uh, Justice <laughs> Winslow, too. Yeah, Olinick had two. Yeah. He's just he's just been complete. But Johnson has two. They don't really have a four anymore. I don't know why. They should just try to play Autobio and Whiteside together. Why not? You know? Yeah, but, I agree. Well, uh, I would like to see more of that. I mean, Autobio played 25 minutes and Whiteside 22. So they. So they technically maybe did not overlap tonight, but um, I would like to see that more. I don't, th- I don't, I don't believe in Olenek, um this season, even though he's been starting a little bit as of late. Um, and I like what you mentioned about Winslow. I forgot that Dragic was even still on this team. It's been so long since he's played. Um, yeah. uh, Winslow, like you said, will take a big hit once Dragic comes back after the All-Star game or break. Um, yeah, not much else here. Waiters. I mean, points league, yes, very safe. Oh, gosh, those percentages scare me. Um, All right, I'm going to head over to Golden State. This team just keeps on winning. Um, Start off with, let's see, a lot of guys to choose from. I'll start with Durant, 39 points, six rebounds, four assists. He shot a ridiculous 16 to 24, um, three-pointer and a block. He continues to be uh, number six overall, I'm seeing here. Uh, Steph Curry, number three overall, 25 points, four rebounds, two assists for him tonight. Five three-pointers, that's not that strange. Two steals to along with that. Clay Thompson had six three-pointers, 29 points, three rebounds, two assists on 11 to 21, shooting a very efficient night from their big guys. DeMarcus Cousins, uh bit of a step back game here, just seven points. Did have a lot of other stats, though, including two steals, three blocks. So great defensive stats. Um, Not much else, though, just three rebounds and an assist. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, I forgot Draymond Green. Uh, Consistent, see, he has been still. It's the points that were never that great, and they aren't going to get any better, it seems. 5.7 rebounds, 14 assists, steal, and a block. Um, and then after that, the bench is just kind of, there isn't just much opportunity after their, their big five. So, um, you know, I thought cousins coming, do you, do you have a value on cousins? I was thinking I was going to value around somewhere on 40 to 50 as well. Um, he might get better than that so far. He's 63 on a per game basis. I think he gets a little bit better. Uh, coach, you have any thoughts yeah, on I mean, cousins? Yep. Yeah. I just, I was interested to see how he would fit in with this group. Obviously, um, I don't think Kerr's going to ever like run a lot of plays or feature him. I mean, everything's still going to run 
Durant, you know, Thompson and Curry, and then Green will be a facilitator. But I think I don't think Cousins, you know, I have him, believe it or not, down like in the 60s because mm-hmm. I just don't think he's going to have, you know, 14 assists, or I mean, that Green. But with Cousins, you know, number 27 minutes is a long time to play and to have empty stats like that. So I think he's going to find himself standing around a lot and, you know, not really contributing like everybody was expecting him to. I mean, he'll he'll do okay, but I wouldn't count on him. Yeah, that's stretch. how I feel too. There's just so many, uh, so many scorers on this team, and they already have a system in place. And he can't really come in there and demand anything because no. these other guys are more talented than him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's always been in a situation where he was the most talented guy. Well, maybe not with New Orleans, but in Sacramento. So it's a much different situation. I think he he's accepted his role here. So. 60 might be a better valuation. I just, because of his efficiency, I thought he would get a little bit higher, but we'll see. Um, I, I, I'd be shocked, Neil, if he doesn't sometime down the road here start squawking. Because he's got <laughs> yeah. He's going to be whining about not being in the flow or being part of it. I guarantee it. I mean, you know it's coming. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> I know. It seems like uh, it's just his, it's just his nature, right? It's just it's just his nature. No matter how things are going, he's going to probably find a reason to um, to um, create some sort of inner turmoil. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Neil. I, if they stay healthy and Cousins or Green don't lose their their minds, uh, you know they should be walking to another championship, no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting though. There's teams in there that have some fight. The way Harden's playing, who knows? You know, maybe they can give him some trouble. And all of a sudden, the East has four teams that look like they want to get up there and, and cause some trouble with uh, Toronto, Milwaukee, and uh, Philly and Boston. You know, you know, they all have a shot. So it'll be fun. Yeah, you mentioned earlier about uh, thinking Philly might be the team out of the East. I am really curious to see how that plays out. I, You know, before the season started, I thought Boston would figure it out and they would win the East. Now with all these trades I am so curious to see how Toronto looks. I think they may have the best coach in the East. I love that guy, Nick Nurse. And then secondly, terrific. Um, I'm a Mirotic lover too, so I want to see how Milwaukee, how much better Milwaukee gets now having him. I mean, yeah. they they could just bomb away. Um, and I, I like I like Boonholzer too. So um, I'm excited. I actually think the East, whoever comes out of the East, actually has a puncher's chance. I know that sounds crazy, but I do, I really think they do. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I I really think. Those four teams would make the playoffs in the West. I mean, I, I for several years, but right. All right, some uh, technical difficulties there. Sorry, Joe got cut off uh, due to my internet connection. So I'm just going to wrap it up here. Thanks again for listening to the Box Score Breakdown for February 10th, 2019. Again, we are sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their delicious coffee products at hawaiianisles.com. Also at Amazon.com, pardon me. And um, we'll be back again tomorrow night. Thanks for listening. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.